This is the Hear Me Out CC podcast, a place to hear stories from the deaf and hard of hearing people. And from your host, Ahmed Khalifa. How do you communicate with deaf people if they can't hear you? Because if they're deaf, then surely you can't possibly communicate with them. But actually, you can. It doesn't matter if you're deaf or hearing, but if you want to be able to interact and communicate with a deaf person, you can. And in this video, I'm going to show you at least a dozen ways how you can do that. Coming right up. Number one would be to always face that person face to face. Simple as that. And there are many reasons for that because there are so many clues on top of seeing how your lips move, but also about your gesture, your facial expression, your body language, all these things make up a conversation and it allows us to better able to interpret what you are saying on top of what you are vocally, verbally saying as well. Number two would be to speak in well-lit areas. Let's put this down. Because that way, you'll be able to see everything that I've mentioned, the lip reading, the facial expressions, all these things. So if you are in a dark bar, restaurant, cafes, these places which create ambiance by making it all dark and a bit gloomy at times, it's not appropriate. So, well-lit areas is always the best way. Number three would be to speak in quieter environments. I don't know why I'm whispering. Don't do that, you don't have to do that. But what I mean by quieter environment is, again, no background noise or minimal as possible. I'm talking about music, the general hubbub of conversations, anything else that could kind of make it really hard to concentrate on what you are saying. And unfortunately, a lot of places in bars and restaurants, they see the need to have music up very, very loud, which makes it almost impossible to communicate with you. So quieter environment, not only easier, but actually more pleasant as well. Number four would be to use video calls where possible instead of voice calls because there are so many ways we can use that on our phone or on the computer, the Skype and the Google Meetup Hangout, whatever they have, the Zoom call, the appear in. There are so many technologies out there allow us to have video calls. And again, for the same reason I've mentioned before, which is to see everything in your face. It's simple as that and we all can do that pretty much for free with our phone or on the computer. Number five is to don't exaggerate your speech and your lips movement. We don't need to do that. You can speak normal and clearly as possible. Which brings up to my next point would be to speak clearly and don't mumble and just be kind of slowly if you need to, because that again, it makes it easier to follow along when you're talking. So be aware of that when you're talking to a deaf person. And of course, related to that in number seven is to keep your mouth and lips clear. There are two things that I want to cover around that. Number one is to don't talk with your mouth full. Not only is rude, but it's disgusting. I don't want to look at your lips and lip read when you have some kind of mushed up burger and chips in your mouth and I'm staring at that instead of following your conversation. No, that's not nice at all. But the other thing is, there are some people, men especially out there, who have impressive beards, but the beards cover their lips as well. And it makes it, again, really hard to follow the conversation. And even though it's impressive, maybe they could just trim around their lips a little bit. And yeah, I'm talking to you, Santa. Number eight is to don't sound too close to the person and respect the privacy between the two of you. 
Let's face it, I think this applies to everyone. You don't want to be so close to the person where you're almost face to face with them, almost touching their nose even. You don't want that. Respect the space between you just like you do with anyone. Nine is to repeat and rephrase if you have to. And this is something that my poor wife has to deal with all the time. But sometimes if you rephrase or repeat, then it makes it easier for that person to follow. So make sure you repeat or rephrase or you rephrase and repeat what you're saying. You get the idea, repeat, rephrase. Number 10 is a very annoying one, which is to never ever say, it doesn't matter, or I will tell you it later, or don't worry about it, it's not important. This is one of the many things that I used to hate hearing all the time, and I still do, along with many other things that I wish people wouldn't say when you're talking to a deaf person or hard of hearing person. And that is to say stuff like that. Because if it's important enough to you, then it's important enough for the next person. And if you deny them that kind of conversation, gossip, important information, then really what you're saying is that person is not important enough to you to be able to tell them that information. So if they ask, do the nice thing and just repeat what they say, face to face, all the things we talked about. Just don't say things like, it doesn't matter. Number 11 would be to be patient, just be patient. The weird thing that I see often is that a hearing person, when they encounter a deaf person, they get angry, sometimes physical with them, and then they just walk away, or they just stand still, or they just get really frustrated that they just, you know, think like everything's terrible, you're a terrible person. It doesn't make sense, so just be patient, because eventually we will get there. 12 is to not shout. You don't need to shout, because Sometimes it's not about the volume, it's not about how loud it is. It's sometimes about the clarity of what you're saying. Because this is why, for me, it's important to have captions available. You can turn up the volume all you want, but it doesn't mean that I will hear better. Just like face to face, if you're speaking, you don't shout. It doesn't make it easier to follow your conversation. And if you think about it, this is what a lot of people do when they go on holiday to a country that they don't know the local language and they see the need to shout in, I'm assuming English, and think that by shouting and speaking slowly, that person would understand. But it doesn't work like that, does it? Same thing here, you just don't need to shout. Thirteen is to not be afraid of writing it down on a pen and paper or a napkin, or even getting your phone out and just type it out in front of them like that. Get the message, the notepad, whatever it is. You can write out what you want to say to that person you can learn some basic sign language. Now, of course, the basic thing like the hellos and goodbyes and good morning and how can I help you, all these things, you can do any of that and they're quite simple to pick up in whatever region that you're in. But if you want to go to the next level and you really want to have a conversation in sign language, well then that's awesome as well. So don't be afraid to even think about doing that. I always hear people say, I wish I learned sign language, but you can do that. There are a lot of options where you can do that online and offline. And I'm the same. I'm not fluent, but I'm starting that program, that process, that journey of learning British Sign Language. So you can join me as well. And that's all the tips and I'm sure there are more. So if you can think of more, leave a comment down below and let me know what other tips are there that can help a person to communicate with a deaf person a lot more easier and smoother and possible because people assume that it's not possible but it is possible so let me know what you think and let me know if you have any more tips or questions in the comment down below 
In the meantime, I hope to speak to you again soon. Take care.